bam and you say god damn this is a dope jam i'm broad i'm broad i'm broader than broadway yes i'm broad said i'm broad said i'm broader than broadway and i'm diddling 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 myself and it feels so good your sauce will mix with ours and we'll make a good goulash baby oh yeah what time is it it's time for get wood with just what hey everybody hey 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 now hey now say now say now what's up good to see you hear you watch you look at you feel you on you be you be 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 hey Welcome to Get Wood. I am Jess Wood. I am so excited to be here today. Oh man, what a week, what a week, what a week. Now, I talked to you last week about my trip to Palm Springs and what a goddamn good time it was. And I realize how blessed I am in regards to getting to get the fuck out of my city. Now, a lot of people I know have never even left their block. A lot of people I grew up with in LA never even left their block. So the fact that I can board a bus for $16 and go for a couple hours and get out to the desert and sit in that hot, clean desert air and masturbate myself like a man. I mean, not like a man, but just like a lot. Like that's why I think it's like a man because I just did it a lot. I think it's the the hot air out there really gets me. And I just feel like that's so big. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people take advantage. Even the guy whose house I was at, he didn't care that much about the pool. He'd lived there for a few years already. Does your attitude change that quickly when you've been somewhere that's nice like that? I mean, I got to say, when I first, I'm just going to relate it to my apartment here. When I first moved into my apartment, and this is just a studio apartment, nothing big, no big whoop, kind of even a little bit shitty in certain areas if you look at it in too closely at the cracks and shit. But because I knew I was going to be by myself, there's a beautiful view of some trees, some mountains, fucking A, I was grateful as shit. And I wasn't living on someone else's floor or couch. So that was uh, four years ago this month. Oh my goodness. Four years ago, August. And I still wake up with a goddamn smile on my face. And I look out the window and I hippily say, hello, trees, like a hippie that I am. I'm just like, hey, trees. Hi. <laughs> And the crows fly by and I'm like, bro, what up, crow? I don't know if that's my spirit animal. Anybody know their spirit animal? How do you find that shit out? Now, if you Google it, you'll get lost. You'll get into a whole bunch of trouble down there because trust me, I have Googled the shit out of spirit animal stuff. And I don't know what the fuck it all means. I just don't. And so when I see a certain animal a whole bunch of times, I'm like, okay, maybe that's the one that I am. Like when I was working over as a waitress and I'd be outside, this big old fucking beetles would fly. You know, those beetles that look ancient, they look like scarabs, but I mean, a scarab is a beetle, but that's from the ancient Egypt, like the fucking pyramids and stuff. Ancient, ancient stuff. So the these beetles would always be flying into the patio where I was working and people would freak out. I mean, they would run and scream and and I would always say, no, 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 no. Look at it. It looks like this ancient bug. We probably shouldn't fuck with it. And then because it had this 
I mean, it looks like an oil slick. You know what an oil slick is in the sunshine? It has that beautiful blue and purple rainbow slickily, slickish, slick, slickery. Well, that's how this bug looks. And so I thought, man, this thing might be fucking ancient, even though I don't remember it growing up here as a child. And that's a little weird when you're like, what's this new bug? Like when I was little, we didn't have mosquitoes out here. You know how many mosquitoes we have now? too many. Now, how does that work? We didn't used to have humidity. You know how much humidity we have here now? Too much. All right, this is not a show about bugs and the weather, but I will mention a lot of random shit. This is a show that will take you to another place in your mind so that you don't have to worry and think about the shit that's been worrying and plaguing your thoughts for the last bunch of months. Okay, welcome to Get Wood. Again, I am Jess. I am here for you. Do not worry. We are going to have fun. Haven't we already? I think we have. Oh my goodness. Did everybody have a good full moon? Man, oh man, oh. Yeah, sure. This show is like a like what uh, Justine um, Montague says about it is that it is. Uh, thank you, Justine, by the way. Shout out to you, my love. Uh, is that it's uh, a little bit righteous, a little bit funny and a little bit witchy. I don't know if she used the word righteous. I should have written it down, but I was so excited. I love good feedback. Jono, feedback like a motherfucker. Thank you, baby. And always a fun little gif or a YouTube thing for me to watch. Just such a great time. I thank you. I love my fans, my listeners, my feedback. Oh, I love it. I love you. So um, I, for the full moon did all the rituals. I think I went over the top because I really feel like I need to heal even more. And and maybe it's because we're all inside for all this time and we're by ourselves and everything. But I really feel like the healing is important. And I came up with a tag today that I, I'm I'm claiming as my own and I'm going to make a t-shirt with it. The fucking t-shirt thing has been on... on It's been a real hard thing for me to get together this goddamn merchandise. Every week, I think I have it together for y'all. And then the company just doesn't pull through. And I thought I was getting censored, but I'm not really sure. Of course, I press mature content every time. Of course, I know that I have dick in the word that I want to get published on some items. Anyway, here's what I'm meditating on. This is my new thing. All right, y'all. No shame more game. Ah, yeah. That feels good, doesn't it? Less shame, more game. Uh, so for the full moon, I did all the rituals, all of them, all of them, all of them. I, I bathed with salt and rose petals and I charged my crystals on the windowsill. I mean, I am really four years in LA and I am really down with the crystal crowd. And I, I just, I, I got down with it. I cleaned the house. I burned sage. I burned sweet grass. I did all kinds of shit. And I I needed some incense for the house. So I went to 7-Eleven because my botanica has been closed for months. My botanica, she, I guess my bruja across the street, she's not, um, she might be serving like privately, private herbs and spells and things, but not, the shop has not been open. So nowhere to get my incense except 7-Eleven. And who gets their incense at 7-Eleven? I, me, I guess that's who. Anyway, so I get over there and usually they have two types, but they haven't had their Nag Champa in a really long time. They just have this bucket, this tin bucket, like a fishing bucket 
filled with incense made from Venice Beach. It's called Venice Beach Incense, which is just awful. And it's it's all like, a, and excuse me if you're part of the Venice Beach Incense Collective. I'm terribly sorry. I don't mean to put you down. But come on, get a better flavor to Mango Breeze, Caribbean Calling, Black Love, like I come Ecstasy, Baby Powder. I don't know what the fuck's going on, Venice Beach Incense, but God damn it, get it together. Give me a patchouli. Give me a sandalwood give me a fucking rose even I nothing nada none of that stuff so I'm like going through I go over to seven I'm like going you got any incense and the guy's like yes we have the incense and he puts down the bucket in front of me and I'm going through the bucket I'm like ah, I don't like any of this incense flavor sir and he's like well I don't know what to tell you I don't know that's the bucket of incense you know that's that's it and I said well do you have the nag champa and his face lit up as if I'd said the magic words and he goes nug champa of course we have nug champa you want nug champa and i was like yeah i want nug champa i don't want this shit this is horrible this venice beach whatever this shit is and he goes oh no we have the nug champa you want how many boxes of nug champa and i said just one box please and he said very good nug champa it's very good incense and i said yes it's like the best incense i mean that and there's a green sandalwood thing that i like from whole foods which is weird because i don't shop at whole foods but this fucking green incense that sandalwood whoo anytime i go there i look for that shit i'm like oh, I, got that I go there specifically for that incense oh my god i got excited right specifically so he's like, oh, the Nag Champa, it's so beautiful. Yeah, it, it, ring up the Nag Champa. We're going to, very good, enjoy the Nag Champa. And I said, thank you so much. And I felt like we had a real moment. And it reminded me of a young guy that used to work there who hasn't worked there in probably a couple of years. And he and I had a great relationship. Uh, he was very friendly to me. He called me his princess. And every time I went, he's like, hello, princess, my princess, how are you? Oh, princess, it's so good to see you, princess. Okay, princess. And I really was flattered, and I, I would always be like, thank you, prince, thank you, and I'd call him my prince. And then one day, I was buying condoms, and I put them down, and he took a moment, and he looked at the condoms, and he looked at me, and he looked at the condoms, and he looked back at me, and he goes, princess. Like, he was disappointed. Now, I would think that you should be very excited for me. Princess is gunning late. Princess is going to have exactly what princess needs and wants. Princess is going to get it in. And she's being safe. There's no shame. Only game in that. <laughs> it's true. No shame. More game. So uh, I left and I lit Nag Champ all over the place and I was so excited. And um, and I'm a smoker, too, so I don't want it to smell ever like smoke, which is weird. But a lot of people go, oh, my God, Jessica, you're a smoker. Like, I've never even seen you smoke like you're a smoker. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, I'm a smoker. You don't know because I do it in the shadows. Only the shadow knows how much of a smoker I am. I wait all day and I get very anxious. And especially during this time of Kwa Kwa, I feel quite alone and at a certain point of the evening, I go over to my window and I have a chair there and I have a fan set up in the other room so that the fan blows in and the smoke blows out and I light cigarettes. And it's like my pal, you know, I sit in the window and I light that cigarette. And I'm like, come on, Pally, how you feeling today, friend? And it's uh, it's a real situation. It keeps me company that cigarette. And I know that's why a lot of us are addicted to it. It's because it's my friend. 
And that's how I feel about weed too. It's so interesting to really look at your addictions and to think, oh my goodness, this has been my friend this whole time. Like my, the smoking weed, I've been doing that since I was single digit, you guys, single digit weed smoker right here. And I can't believe I'm still here actually. And it's not because of the weed. It's more because of the paint huffing, the PCP smoking, the acid taking. (laughs) I know. Sometimes all at the same time. What in the world? So, you know, being a smoker uh, and the weed is really a lot like my friend too I uh I often will say like man this weed has been with me longer than my parents have been with me and that's very true the weed was there for me when my parents were not there for me true again the weed comforted me when I needed comfort that wasn't available anywhere else very true again and now as a grown, grown in the quar quar, I'm learning that I have the ability to be there for myself a little bit. Just a little bit. I'm practicing. Don't get excited now. I'm not evolved. I don't think uh, many of us want to do that kind of work where you sit with the sad or you sit with the angry or you sit with the frustrated and you go, God damn it. And you feel it and you feel it. And then you just let it go. Like I told you about the dentist uh, a couple weeks ago when I had to go and uh, get my teeth priced at this place and it fucked with me. And, and like, I was never taken to the dentist. I was never taken to the doctor as a kid. So all these emotions came up for me and I was like, (gasps) and I was crying, crying, crying down Wilshire Boulevard. I mean, my mask was soaking wet. So crying, crying, crying down Wilshire Boulevard and understanding that the crying was because of some old shit that needed to get out. How much shit is stuck in us? And I don't just mean in our colons, baby. I just mean in our bodies, little places where trauma was stored. And so that little kid needed to cry about that and she needed to get that out so it wasn't anything that had to do with anything that was at that moment and I felt it I felt this old piece getting broken apart and uh and and eviscerating not in a bad way but like fading 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 and now it doesn't affect me as much when that comes up delightful I know it's really it's a practice, though, kids. It's a practice, gang. So we don't, you know, don't be too hard on yourself. I like to say, as my friend Joey Gay, the brilliant and hysterical Joey Gay, you can find him all over the Facebook or the Instagram. He has a uh, SoundCloud podcast called Hello Crazy. And he's fantastic. And he always used to say gentle mental. So I like to take that under consideration a lot and, and apply that to my own self. And let's all apply it to our own selves and be nice to ourselves. You know what I mean? It's a practice. Practice makes perfect. And I know I'm getting better because when I was in Palm Springs, I was able to part with a stuffed animal that I still carry around that I have with me at all times. And listen, don't get excited. It's not my only stuffed animal, so I could spare it. Uh, The stuffed bunny, Tallulah was her name. Oh, I've been carrying her around and sleeping with her for years. I would say over a decade, probably. And that's kind of nasty. Come on, get rid of that shit now. I mean, I washed her. She she went in the wash a lot, but that bunny was ready to go. That bunny was done with my honey. And so when I was in Palm Springs, the doggy that I hung out with needed a new 
toy to flip around and throw around and shake around because she had a little monkey that had been torn to pieces and it was only because she'd had it for so very long so what we did was we exchanged the monkey for the bunny she was so thrilled and that made me more excited than anything else in the week i mean honestly when her when i left the house and her dad my friend was sending me videos of her throwing that bunny around come on it doesn't get any bunny better than that my little bunnies so look who's growing up look who's getting like older like look who's growing up like maturing that's me i'm talking about myself right now like i'm like just like maturing in front of your eyes or like at your maybe in your ears i'm like maturing yeah now when you get asked do you ever get asked for change by people that assume that you are maybe closer to their situation than you want to believe. Do you know what I mean by that? This is what I mean by that. I was walking down the street the other day and a woman that I that is a homeless woman in my neighborhood. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry, I get a little anxious when I talk about her. Uh, she asked me, she said, hey, how you doing today? And I was like, good. And she goes, do you have 72 cents? Well, young white woman on the homeless track, what is it you need your 72 cents for? And I feel like always with, not always, but a lot of times when homeless folks ask for money, it's not like, hey, can you spare any change? Or, hey, do you have a dollar? It's specific. And especially if they seem real druggy. Like this lady, she's like, you got 72 cents. I just need that 72 cents. Everything will be all right. You know what I mean? And I have been hit up by other people like, excuse me, miss, do you have a dollar three? A dollar three would make me a perfect uh, man today. It would it would totally heal everything that has been uh, broken. A dollar three cents. <laughs> I gotta say, I'm always like, no, I don't. I don't have that. Uh, I don't. I usually will give people food, and you've heard me talk about that a lot on here before. So I won't. I won't bore you with all my all my love that I give to the streets. Uh, do you? Uh, are you scared of earthquakes? Because there was a real big one here uh, last week and it happened around 4.30 in the morning. And I know I have some witchy tendencies because I was woken about a minute before it happened. And, you know, my mom, as you know, oh, Jesse, I got your chart done when you were a child. When you were born, I got your chart done. And we're witches, honey. You just have to accept that your mother and you are witches. And you'll just have to live with it. And so I've always felt like that since I'm a kid. Because my mom, really, what an influencer. Anyway, so I feel like, and this happens to me constantly. I wake up a couple minutes or a minute before something big happens. Like uh, perhaps an earthquake like the other night. So I wake up and I'm just up like a shot and I look around and I go, huh, what's wonder what's going on. Either there's like some sort of spirit coming and hanging around here or it's an earthquake. And then all of a sudden the bed started moving and it was like, it is it's an earthquake. It's a quake. It's a fucking earthquake. And if you're from Los Angeles and you're listening to this or any part of California where you get quakey, um, you know that there's a certain relaxation in 
the shaking without anything falling. Like none of the, no books fell, no glassware fell, nothing from the shelves, no cracking of a ceiling above me. So really I'm just chilling. I'm just riding that shake out until it goes. And I'm kind of like, oh man. And it's more of a just, ah shit. Like just something came up and you just feel like, that's fucking earthquake, man. Just, really? You're going to wake me up? You're going to shake me around? Get me a little nervous? All right. All right. I'll deal with it. Here we go. But if you are from somewhere else, especially the East Coast, I love my East Coast friends because they're so fucking tough and they're so street smart. And yet they come out to Los Angeles and they're like, what the fuck is with your homeless people? They are in your face. And I go, I know. Cause in New York, you can go to a homeless, like a homeless comes up to you and goes, ah, and you go, ah, and then it goes, ah, and the homeless walks away. But in LA, a homeless comes up to you, ah, and you go, ah, and then the homeless is like, and walks with you for about 20 minutes. Difference. Also, no earthquakes in New York. And so even Cardi B, God bless her, she's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Like, this is too much. It's so scary. Like, what the fuck happens? And I feel like I, I relate, but I don't really because I grew up with this shit. But I could imagine it could be kind of scary. It could be scary. Uh, so the methods, like what's funny is I asked the methods that I knew, Hey, did you feel that earthquake? And they're like, no, no, what earthquake? Cause they are always shaky. I think that's the reason why they may not feel the earth quaking. I feel the earth move on my head. Uh, what else? Sunday self portraits. I wanted to talk to you about that a little bit. You know, if you've been listening to the show and if you follow me on the Instagrams, you know, I do a Sunday self portrait since the beginning of the Quarkwar. And it's just something to exercise the other side of my brain, the non talking brain side, where I can build a set or have some props or do a costumey kind of thing with myself and have a theme every week. And it's been just a delight and so much fun. And I love the feedback I get on that as well. I love all my feedback. You no, I love your feedback. And last week when I was in Palm Springs, I used what I had and what I had to use was the palms and the trees and the pool. So I was a bit of a topless gal and not bit of a top. I was topless and I was Venus de Mello. Yeah. Yeah. And it was great. I had a great time. Uh, this week, however, it was a little more close to home. This week, I was Payasa. With, that's a girl clown. Smile now, cry later, Payasa. And she holds a very, excuse me, she holds a very strong place in my heart because of growing up with essays in L.A. and the uh, clown faced girl and the, you know, Chicano strength and uh, smile now, cry later, like looking strong in the face of danger, but then going and, you know, getting it out later in the quiets. And I just, I always related to that. My memoirs working title is smile now, cry later. Uh, I grew up, like I said, with a bunch of kids who were gang banging, lost a lot of my friends to that as a teenager. And now have an immense amount of survival guilt a lot of the time. And I know I've mentioned this before, but it does come up a lot. And I thought that uh, I would dedicate 
like KRLA, because the, the essays used to listen to an uh, oldie station in LA called KRLA, but they called it KORALE. And it was dedication hour with Huggy Boy. Dedication hour. Uh, and like, it was like, I'd like to get dedicate. So they had all these dedications. So like the gangs would call up and they'd they do love dedications but they'd also do like gang shit dedications like sometimes you'd hear like um hey what's up Orale? this is mr puppet i would like to dedicate i am your puppet to my hyena mrs puppet and that was like really sweet ding 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 and then um but then there were other like gangy stuff like uh hey what's up Orale? uh this is uh <laughs> this is smiley from culver city I would like to dedicate nowhere to run to those putos from Venice. And that meant there was going to be a little bit of a zoot suit riot, riot. No, the zoot suit riots. Oh, my goodness. I just read about that this week. What a piece of L.A. history that that no one wants to talk about. Why? Because, again, L.A., white people fucking causing havoc and rioting and hurting the Chicanos, especially the young guys. Like there were these very young boys that were into the zoot suits ages like 12 to 18, you know, and a few of the guys were uh, the 18 year olds had served in the U.S. military and still this is how racist fucking Los Angeles has been this whole time, uh, pushed all the way out to East LA, Boyle Heights area, because no one could rent or buy anything west of that. So they are all pushed way the fuck out where the worst, you know, no water, no, the air is bad. And then the, uh, uh, white, uh, the, I forget who it was, the sailors, more military. They'd set up a base, uh, near, on the other side of East LA and, and I'm paraphrasing this whole thing. So I'm so sorry if I'm butchering it, but it's a, it's a horrible story about white people harassing, hurting, burning down, uh, Chicano's neighborhoods who, excuse me, this is Mexico for fuck's sakes. Can we just accept it already for Christ's sake? I don't know what the fuck I, I was raised to understand where we are and what it is. Why are other people so ignorant to it? Because hate is taught y'all hate is taught and not on this show. It's not, I love you. I love you. I love you. I, um, I have to uh, do a shout out right now real quick for my for my lady friend, Yolanda Ross, creator. She uh, has a birthday today and she also guest starred with me last Friday on What's Good with Jess Wood on Instagram, IGTV, hashtag What's Good with Jess Wood, Yolanda Ross. And I, old friend of mine, amazing woman, you know her from television, from movies, from theater. She is a spectacular uh, gorgeous, smart, funny, just wonderful, wonderful lady. And we had a fun time, a really fun time talking about, uh, growing up, uh, together really in the nineties as kids in New York, working retail together, going to the movies, hanging out, uh, me on heroin. She didn't know I was, I got fired from the job we were at cause I was too high on heroin. Oh, what a good time we had. Anyway, you can go check her out and you can find her on social medias and maybe wish her a birthday. Hello or belated anyways. The last thing I want to talk about with you, that's right, we're already at the end, boo-boos. Can you believe it? It just flies by, I know. It's a good time. I am a good time. No shame. More game. Get wood. All right, so I've watched all three documentaries, and I 
have to say, and I know you're going to agree with me on this, but I just have to put it out there. Who is the worst child molester? Who is the worst child molester? Hey, come on down and welcome to who is the worst child molester. All right. Our first contestant on the show is Michael Jackson. (sighs) Okay, Michael Jackson. Now we have a couple of kids that say that you molested them and they've been on a television show. They've done a documentary and they opened up about the love and the special times that you had with them together is that nice audience yeah okay now our next contestant is r kelly r kelly oh my you trapped women girls teenagers in your home and you peed on them and you recorded them without their knowledge but however however just like michael jackson you also had the permission of the parents always parents permission for the minors to go that was what you had and guess what else moms were dropping off their daughters just like the the families were dropping off their sons with michael so let's blame the parents shall we i'm not going to stop dancing to remix the ignition Oh, I can't stop till I get enough, Michael. That's what's up. Now, third contestant and worst contestant of them all. He might be dead just like Michael, but he is not forgotten, nor is his trafficking ring. Mr. Jeffrey Epstein, come to the stage right now. Hey, it's the ghost of Jeffrey Epstein. Here he is. Uh, You all still have your woman doing your dirty work for you. Miss Maxwell is on trial right now. We're waiting for her to show up dead in her sell because she has the information on way too many men that have fucked young girls and boys. And guess what? Your trafficking still exists. So you're worse than all the others. Congratulations, Jeffrey Epstein. Just like a good white man that you are, you take the fucking cake for the worst ever person in the world. This week on Get Wood, ew, Jeff and Guess what else? No parents' permission. They knew which girls to pick, man. They said, ooh, that girl, she don't like her house. Oh, that girl's a runaway. Oh, that girl has some problems with drugs. I, because I have had it... uh, some experience with this. I also was the perfect contestant for their show that I was trafficked into. And like a lot of the girls that were trapped in Epstein's place, I also would bring in other girls. Ooh, that's bad. Oh, that's harsh. Ooh, that's nasty. That's no shame. And now more game. That's me. Hey, guess what? This has been Get Wood. I'm Jess Wood. And if you enjoyed this, if you laughed a little or if you laughed a lot, or even if you just said, hmm, a few times, could you pass it around? Tell your friends, share it with your people, let people know, get the show up and excited about, you know, I think a lot more people would be more excited to just have a half an hour of some silliness instead of thinking about all the bad bad that's going on in the world world today now in during this time of quarquar and covid i had to stop uh saying my outro but i will say still maybe don't uh don't fuck someone with a mask that you don't like uh maybe don't go to a social distancing maybe social distance on a date and see if you like the people but don't do anything you don't like don't do anything out of desperation please take good care of yourselves and each other just put some more love out there be gentle mental gentle 
mental, remember, I love you and I'm here always for you. Uh, Friday night, you can join me again. Come to Instagram actually this time, IG Live, 530 Pacific on Friday. I'll be interviewing half of the black guy who tips. That's Rod Morrow this Friday, 530 Instagram. What's good with Jess Wood? Won't you join us? It's going to be a blast. Uh, but always, I will be here next week, uh, Tuesday, 11 a.m. Pacific. And you can find me live if you want to watch my face on Instagram and Facebook now. Ooh, a girl is doing her shit. All right, y'all. I love you so much. Oh, I love you. Okay, be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. I'll talk to you next week. Or I'll talk to you Friday with Rod. Okay, love you. Bye.